I looked at the fire starting to hook. I'm like, it's 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 gonna be up here in probably five minutes. And it's gonna be rolling when it comes over us. So one last ditch effort, I call up the helicopter. I said, we need immediate extraction, like right now. And his answer is, I can't do it. This is the Wildfire Lessons Podcast. Our goal is to promote learning by revealing the complexity and risk in the wildland fire environment. We share the lessons. The learning that follows is up to you. Hi, I'm Kelly Woods, director of the Wildland Fire Lessons Learn Center. On today's episode of the podcast, Travis Dotson from our staff sits down with Brian Crawley to talk about his experience during the entrapment and fire shelter deployment on the Bridger Foothills fire in Montana in 2020. Brian offers a very personal firsthand account of what it's like to see options for escape disappear and what the moment is like when you realize you have to get into your fire shelter. There's a twist in that part of the story as well. During the burnover, Brian had to share his shelter with somebody else. Brian also talks about the aftermath and what it's like to feel judged by peers who weren't on the hill with him that day. He describes what it's like to be alone with your thoughts after an unbelievable experience. To learn more about the Bridger Foothills Fire, visit our website, wildfirelessons.net, and search our incident review database for the Bridger Foothills Fire. Here, you'll find a facilitated learning analysis which studies the events of the incident. Let's listen to Brian's story and consider how you might feel in the same circumstances. Hello, everybody. This is uh, Travis Dotson. Wildland Fire Lessons Learn Center. I'm the analyst at the Lessons Learn Center. And today I'm super excited to be uh, talking with uh, Brian Crawley. So uh, Brian, uh, welcome. Thanks for doing this. Hey, thanks, Trev. And uh, yeah, tell us tell us uh, who you are and why you're, why you're here today. Why are we talking to you? <laughs> <laughs> well, first off, Thank you. It's an honor to, uh, I've been listening to your podcast a long time and big fan of Wildland Lessons Learned. So um, never thought I'd be here, <laughs> obviously, but um, I'm here. Uh, currently, I'm the captain of um, Canyon Hell Attack for the state of Colorado. Yeah, at the time of the incident, why I'm here is the Bridger Foothills fire happened in September 2020. There was an entrapment and a so uh, at the time, like I said, I worked for the, uh, the state of Montana, DNRC, and the Helitac crew out of Helena. So that kind of tells us, you know, why you're here. Let's get a little bit of your, your background, kind of like, you know, who you are, uh, what you're into, uh, maybe a little bit about your fire background, and then and kind of, uh, yeah, what, what makes you tick, man? Just like any other firefighter, um, pretty type A personality. I'm real, real, real outgoing. Uh, I enjoy the outdoors. I do construction in the winter, um, mostly kitchen and bath remodels. Tiling is like uh, relaxing. It's like an art form, and I, I really enjoy building, watching something go from like nothing to a finished product, and people are happy. Nice. Yeah, and I, I'm a big uh, traveler to hot springs. Oh yeah, hot springs, huh? Heck yeah, hot springs are my thing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Any little bit of fire background? Yeah, no, I started off on uh, cruise and then moved over to engines and then um, I think 2015 or 16, um, 
yeah, I had my uh, HECM task book signed off and then um, detailed with the state of Montana, DNRC. Loved it. Nice. Um, it was awesome. I got my manager shortly after that. And um, yeah, I spent, spent five, six years there. Yeah. Cool. Let's get into kind of framing this incident up. Starting off 2020, um, it was a definitely a, a, a busy fire year. Sure. Um, so up to that point, you know, IA was pretty, you know, I think up to September, I, I 20-ish, yeah. maybe more IAs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So busy. It's, it's definitely, um, it was definitely busy. Yeah. yeah it was and, busy. And then, but this fire, the Bridger uh, Foothills fire mm-hmm. is, where? where's that located? So that's actually uh right outside of the city of bozeman and so yeah what start walking us through the the because uh, you guys ia'd this thing Correct. This, yeah okay so yeah like you get a call and uh, yeah we're in go. helena we get a call three thirty four in the afternoon all right there's a start in bozeman they need us okay so um you know we load up um we're all briefed up get all the freaks in fly over and um see the fire you can see it from I don't know, 20 miles out. Mm-hmm. It's not blowing up. Sure. You know, it's it's just another fire, kind of that kind of, you see all the time. Yeah, yeah. So as we're pulling into the airspace, um, the jumpers are performing operations down mm-hmm. at the southwest corner. Okay. So normally I would lap the fire a yeah, few yeah. times, get some essay because of all the other aviation pieces there. We did a different route. Sure. Came, came around from the north, and I saw that uh, the fire was up on the ridge. It was mm-hmm. probably five to seven acres at this point, and um, it had just. It says it's on the west side. It mm-hmm. had just creeped over maybe a half acre, acre on the east side of the ridge. Okay. So if that gets established on that east side, there's lots of homes up in that drainage. So okay. that was a priority for me right sure. off the bat. So you saw a problem area from the air. From the air. Yeah. I had good eyes on it. Yeah. I said, this is this is it. This mm-hmm. is where we need to put this, stop this thing is okay. up on this ridge. Yeah. If it comes down, there's going to be problems. Yeah. And you've got a window. We have a window. You, you know, and, and you've a got a, a tactical opportunity, maybe, or sure. or at least a consequence. You can see, man, if... if if we don't, yeah. if we don't take action, like mm-hmm. this is this is going to this get, is what's going to happen. It's going to get worse, right? M- much, much worse. And now, now we're talking threatening homes, all of that. Oh, kind of stuff. risk yeah. transfer, right. risk. Oh. And all but that. it's it's IA. This is what we like. This mm-hmm. is kind of what we live for, right? It's like, oh man, we can see it. All your slides, all your experience, all this stuff. It's coming together. Like this is kind of the system. I know working. what to do. Yeah, 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 yeah right. I know what's going to happen. I know what oh. to do. Yep. So what are you looking for at that point? You're in the air. You see the problem. Jump ops going on. LZ. I yeah. want to get boots on the ground. There you go. So. Um, found a little um, kind of flat 12 acre or opening. Didn't know how big it was at the time, but it's 12 acres. Big enough to <laughs> land your helicopter? Definitely big <laughs> enough to land the helicopter. Um, greenish. Sweet. Um, shorter grass, some sage mixed in, um, surrounded by timber. All right. But on the edges, but it's flat. Cool. And I can land there and I can um, get the bucket on the ship immediately i want him to go to work yeah, yeah. i want him to start pounding that top of that ridge on the mm-hmm. east side okay and as i give him that direction um i have one guy with me all right all yeah. right so we <clears throat> land get that all squared away 
hike over the fire. We're the first people in the black. Okay. Right. So we find the edge of the fire, start coordinating buckets and air resources. More air resources start showing up. I kind of started running that show. Um, the jumpers had made it up, mm-hmm. um, like probably 20 minutes, half hour after we did. Mm-hmm. I have my guy, he's, you know, doing a little cutting and, 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 trying to control an edge. Sure. Um, so we kind of, jumpers come up, formulate a little plan that we're going to um, work direct mm-hmm. on the little spot we're on, but then we're gonna, once we get more folks, we're gonna go indirect down the spine from north to south. Okay. Um, so you're getting your plan together, you know, maybe uh, you, you're, you're, you've got an idea right of kind of how this is going to play out yes yeah so you've got it's it's starting to come together you've got some uh buckets working mm-hmm. um and you've got this plan for this little bit of indirect sure. line coming down a, sure. coming down a ridge all right and so that takes you through the end of that well shift. um i have a point of contact from the local engine comes mm-hmm. up and he's kind of acting as division okay we're calling him the point of contact because there's no divisions yet okay Right. It's IA, right? It's, it's day one. Mm-hmm. You're just, hey, no divisions. <laughs> put, <laughs> yeah. put the fire out. <laughs> yeah, get it out. So he, um, you know, um, he asked me, hey, um, you know, what do you think about helping out tonight? And um, I say, yeah, I'm, they're going to burn. So, yeah, I want to burn. Sure. Uh, we're putting in the same direct line and we're going to fire it. That's and cool. they're asking you just to be clear because you're an IA resource. Mm-hmm. You, this is the dilemma with IA resources, right? It's like they're built and designed and set aside for IA. And then when IA goes, goes to extended, too extended, extended it's, you know, it's, a um, that's a, it. See ya. The more yeah. resources backfilled us, we're back yeah. to IA. So and that's how it normally is. We don't normally yeah. staff a fire for more than two days yeah yeah normally one day but sure. definitely two maybe three if it's like a state fire but this was a interagency fire this yeah, is yeah. a forest service fire mm-hmm. so now we're um but we're still ia for the state and we have responsibility to protect state land so i'm thinking we're going to be here tomorrow and that's that. Yeah, that's yeah. it. We're going to get released. Uh-huh. But there's some some decent work to be done between now and that release. So, yeah, let's Absolutely. Stay, stay the night. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah, let's cut line and work yeah. all night and yeah. burn. There you go. Let's all do right. it. So that's yeah. kind of the, the way you were seeing that play out. I mean, mm-hmm. you, get your, you get your other firefighter up there. Yeah, so, I, um, so I'm, I'm going to pick up another firefighter. Um, you know, it's, it's a half hour, 45 minute hike over back to the Hellespot from where we're working. So I leave my one firefighter that I have for him. He's like lead saw or something for the line construction. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. he's, he's doing that. I say, Hey, I'm going to pick up another firefighter. I'm, you know, let, let my point of contact know I'm heading back. I'm going to grab someone. So, um, I do that. Okay. I go back to the Hellespot. I grab, um, you know, he lands. I have them send an overnight kit up from Hellebase. Nice. So now I've got an overnight kit. Um, I know that if we work late that night, I wasn't sure when we're, how long mm-hmm. we're working until, mm-hmm. right? If I'm going to work late that night, I'm not going to want to hike all the mm-hmm. way back to the Hellespot sure. to sleep. So I grab the overnight gear mm-hmm. and I carry it and I drop it off on a two track which is kind of about halfway between 
the LZ where we landed and where we're working on the fire. Okay. And so this is going to be a decent spot to ROA. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and then uh, that that plan starts to come together, right? There's mm-hmm. you know the, there's people working on the uh, on that indirect uh, line going down that that little spine. Um, some more resources get plugged in, and uh, and uh, eventually. Yeah. So we eventually um, ten thirty. Now it's ten thirty ish eleven, mm-hmm. and um, line construction kind of halts. We kind of tie it in. Okay. To to not complete down to the road. Sure. They're gonna. I was told they're gonna bring equipment up there and and try to figure out where to tie it from that road. Yeah. Um, that's below up to where our indirect. But it's one of those natural pauses where it's like, okay, this is this is a good spot. This this is is a good place to stop. Exactly for the night. For the night. Okay. Yeah. And um, I'm thinking, you know, now a shot crew is there. Okay. And I was told they're going to bring fire from the top Mm -hmm. down, down together. Sweet. It's coming together. Nice. Yep. So my point of contact. It's around 11.30-ish now, 12. He's like, hey, you know, I you guys get some rest. going to mm-hmm. need you tomorrow. I said, okay. And so at this point in your mind, you're thinking, hey, this is going to work out, right, in terms of catching the fire? Yes. Yeah. So you're thinking, 100%. hey, we're going to bed down. I already had the plan in my head, and yeah. now all these <laughs> things are reinforcing that it's yeah, yeah. happening. And what yeah. I was thinking was going to happen. Okay. Yeah, sweet. And which is basically... Uh, that that indirect line they'll figure out how to tie it in at the bottom mm-hmm. shot crews here now of course the shot crew's probably going to get up there in the top you know yep. and, and just like make that make that Ed line black. bomber yep. and then bring black down yep um and so that's kind of the picture in that's your mind it. as you as you bed down in your sweet well, little camping spot yeah for- uh, as i'm walking back up the line that evening i'm like this is so favorable right now i think i could fire this whole line myself for sure so that's the picture you have in your mind when i'm going to bed yeah okay when i'm bedding down i'm like cool they got this all right so you bed down you get back up uh it was either zero six or zero seven radio briefing okay you know i can pull up weather on my phone i got some bars so we do our own little briefing then we we're, we're gathered around the radio for the for the with the operational briefing mm-hmm. from the morning, and um, kind of getting bits and pieces. My radio is not; it's not receiving well. And um, you know, they reinforce what the weather's going to be. It's going to be hot. It's going to be dry. It's going to be red flag. You know, sure. all, all the things that it has been for the past couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you're you're at that point how did you think the day was going to go because uh, you had some logistics things right you got a crew member you got to get off the hill right 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 so the um my firefighter that i had with me on the ia the original firefighter uh-huh. it was his last day get of him, the season of the season yeah yeah i have to get him off the hill okay so i need someone to replace him mm-hmm. so also that morning um from our camp spot, I look up on the hill and I see a tree torching off. And it's like early. It's huh. like six. Okay. One tree. Sure. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, after the radio briefing, um, yeah, I wasn't getting good communication. So I, I asked the division for his cell phone number. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, I got good bars. Can you just give me your cell phone number? Yeah. So... Um, he gives it to me. I call him, and we. I say, "Hey, man, I got. You know, I see some activity up on the fire." Um, he goes, um, "All right, well, 
can you call down to Helibase and get your ship moving? Yeah. Mm -hmm. No problem. So I started making phone calls back to Helibase. I know who the who's the Helibase manager. Mm -hmm. They're still at the hotel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not to reinforce any stereotypes or anything yeah, like no, that. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. There's work there's work to rest for pilots that cannot be broken. There you go. Right. So I'm like, "Hey man, you know, we're here and we need them soon." Yeah. So get the ball rolling. I don't want to see this helicopter at 11 o'clock. For sure. I but mean, it also you know. sets up this kind of um, point of aviation point of contact role that, you know, happens right with aviation resources. Yeah. Like I'm the makes, health attack manager. So we'll make your calls. Get some exactly. Aviation over I, I, you know, as you're a, the local dude. Yeah. <laughs> so those are your boys over there. Yeah, in yeah. Hella base. Just make, get them make going. it happen. Make yeah, it happen. Make it happen. So, so okay. I, I did. Uh, and I, um, I said, hey, throw some coffee on that. I really need coffee. <laughs> there you go. So we're waiting to um, get our supplies for the morning and get my other firefighter uh -huh. off the hill and one back okay. for the day. Yeah, yeah. So um, there's a little delay as there is in aviation. For sure. So we're sitting around the, um, we're sitting around our LZ. And I'm looking around and I'm just like, you know, we should just improve this. So I said, hey, guys. Pull, pull out all of our gear out of that, you know, little oval. Because we always dig a little bit of a yeah. line around mm -hmm. our gear in mm -hmm. case fire comes up to it, right? So I said, actually, just pull all of our gear out. And we're going to take all of the grass mm -hmm. that is in that, um, our little oval. Take it all out uh, and then, you know, chuck yeah. it. And then I, while they were doing that, I took my tool, my rhino, and I was just like, there's taller grasses mm -hmm. around the area. So like, I don't know, I just maybe 10 foot out, 20 foot out from the um, oval, I just started whacking sure. down all the higher grass. So when the helicopter comes in, it's just gonna, Yep. and now we on. have, you know, if we have to crawl underneath or he can see that this mm -hmm. is it, yeah. you know, it's, it's just, it's, improving. We're, we're improving the house spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. which comes into play later. For sure, yeah. for sure. They send another firefighter, and Philip leaves, and they drop off our our stuff. More water, Gatorade. We're, we're getting reinforced. Okay. Our coffee. I'm all happy because we have our coffee. That's all I really wanted. Actually. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Mission accomplished. <laughs> Seriously, and then so um, yeah, so this is now um, I don't know nine nine thirty. That happens. Kind of talk about the day. Talk about escape routes. Talk about safety zones. And then start um, start hiking back towards the fire. Three of us. All right. So you're you're heading over there. You've got your helicopter lined out with a mission already. They're going to do some buckets. Yeah, they're right? going to do some buckets um, for the shot crew that's up top. Okay. So there's shot crew plugged in up top, and things are kind of spooling up again. And now you guys are plugged back in, a kind of at a. I don't know if it's a high point, but it is of, a high point. Okay. Yep. Yep. So um, there's another opening where we camped. So we camped on okay. the two track and right above that, there was another opening and I got good eyes on the fire. Nice. I could see it clearly. I could see the helicopters dropping okay. up there. Okay. I can, you know, I think it's a good spot for us temporarily to be sure. to, um, you know, direct some aviation resources if needed. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the other thing was we're the IA resource. This thing was fired. It's a red flag day. For sure. You know, I don't want to be too far if, away from my gear. If I have to hike over to the line, that's 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. Easy. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, I, I think you know this fire could be a wrap after the heavy tankers come in. They're going to reinforce because mm-hmm. you you've been hearing word of that, right? There's tankers oh, coming. They're, yeah, they're inbound. The and... tankers are inbound. The helicopters are checking the little slop that happened. It seems like a good plan still. For sure. And so, yeah, as that's playing out in your mind, right, your uh, tanker's inbound. They're going to come down, man, reinforce that uh, that line that's already there. Shot crew's there. They're they're committed, right? Mm-hmm. The, the way it's all kind of playing out. Yeah, is, are, are me and my two guys going to make a difference over there? There you go, right? And if there is an, an IA, which chances are. Oh, and there was. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? Like, you, you're it. Yeah, so. we've been pulled two or three times that season from a fire to a new emerging incident. So these are real deal uh, slides. And I know that that thing comes up about, oh, you know, the gear, we, we get attached to like our Hellespot or our gear or whatever. And it's, it acts as a tether to, that keeps us from fully engaging operationally. It's like, yes, that's a real thing. And there's a reason for it, right? All sure. of the, all the stuff you just talked about is like, yeah, man, that, that, that's that. No standard. Yeah, and it, it creates a decision point. Am I going to be an hour away from my gear? Well, and for what benefit? It'd be one thing if, yeah, like, man, there is a spot and we need, we, yes. we can go get it. What are, what are you getting for that, for that uh, sure. delay, right? And it's like, mm, there's that shot crew over there. Mm-hmm. Is, are, are you three people really going to like mm-hmm. bolster that, make all the difference, right? Right. <laughs> of, of, well, and I'm thinking if this, Thing, you know, if there's a spot, we can spot it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> where, where are you more useful, and and yeah. where can you best contribute? And and that whole the slide from yesterday, which is it actually took somebody to coordinate, coordinate. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, it, air attack's not always up. Yeah, but know. all of this is to like explain the decision to stay there stay there yeah have have a have a spot and and be yeah and i had a good eyes on the fire um i could see the smoke i was watching you know we were all watching the color of the smoke Mm and you know taking wind readings and sure you know doing our thing and all right so coming up with a plan like we set our trigger points what was your trigger point if the fire spotted over the indirect line that we put in the night before that was our trigger point. Okay. And our tri- our action to that trigger point was going to be to go down one of our two escape routes. Okay. And that the the primary one, the shortest, fastest one, mm-hmm. was kind of south, right, to head from your spot. That's a firm. Yeah. Down to a house a that, house. that had become kind of a staging staging area, right? It's like sure. you know. Uh, sometimes it's a drop point or they say, hey, meet me at the intersection or, you know, the trailhead, the trailhead whatever. And the, mm-hmm. the house had become the house, the house. And that's mm-hmm. where people were. Yeah, that's like, where engines were there. OK, I think the shot lookout was down there. Yeah. OK, so the house is the spot and that was going to be your uh, primary escape route. If it spots over, bam, we'll go to the house. All right. And then what was option two? Option two was going to be. Um, back to the north through RLZ and out to it, the east, which was uh, another house. Well, but that one was further. That further was, yeah. and like, but same thing, kind of a clearing, you know, like an obvious kind of point that, and you'd seen it from the air. I can see it from RLZ. Oh, you can see. I it can from look out to the okay. east, and there's that house. Okay, all right, that makes sense. It's just a little further away. Yeah, yeah. I I would guess. 
a mile and a half. Okay. Maybe and, a mile. And it's kind of north and then east. Correct. All right. From our location, From- right through our LZ, boom, right. bang a right, and we're in the open field, no timber, Okay. right near a road. Okay. Good deal. So that's all. You've, you've got your trigger point and mm-hmm. tankers are inbound. You're expecting them to reinforce that east side line the, 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 the indirect line. the indirect line that that's was fired your, okay which has become division alpha right that's correct okay and that's you know still the number one priority because mm-hmm. that east side if it establishes over For there sure. it's going to run up bridger ball and and you know there's a lot of homes up there so tankers came in what 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 happened with that yeah around i guess now it's around 11 15 um i hear tankers are coming in i'm Oh, and I had called the division. I said, tankers are going to be very useful on this side. Uh-huh. I said, they're going to, and he agreed. He was like, yeah, this is nice. a good spot for him. Yeah, yeah. So they're going to box it in. So um, their first, um, there's two tankers, and their first drop, west side. Okay. The fire. Maybe securing the heel. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, from the heel up that left flank, and then I think they... The second um, tanker tagged, mm-hmm. made a dogleg to the right, and took it to the top of the ridge. Mm-hmm. And then I guess they were going to work it around and come box it in on the east side. Mm-hmm. I thought are. they, yeah, yeah. And I thought they were going to start on the east side because that's where yeah. the most dangerous. Now it's noon. There's a radio call over air to ground that we hear, and it's air attack, and it says, you know, all divisions. Um, just letting everybody know there's going to be no more tankers for the day. All right. So now you, that, that first part of your vision of that coming together, boom, that drops out. You're not getting the air tankers. For that uh, east side. For that east side. Right? Yeah, it's not, okay. it's not boxed in. It's, it's, it's not boxed in. So, and that's midday. That's noon. Yeah. I hear that. So I looked down at my watch because I heard that. Yeah. And I asked the guys, I was like, did you just hear the same thing I just heard? Yeah. For the day? Did he say for like are they coming like they had a like a chip light or something? They yeah, yeah. just they got some mechanical and they're gonna yeah. He said, No, I think he said for the day. Uh-huh. I'm not sure if I even asked him. I yeah. might have called him yeah. on air to ground and be like, Did you say day? Yeah. Like the whole day? Yeah. <laughs> so no, there were some emerging incidents. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, maybe there's more values at risk. For sure. Um but you, you got what you got. Uh, we got what we got. Um, so yeah. Then, so that changed my thinking. Okay. What 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 changed? Um, the fact that now there's potential for this thing, given the weather, the terrain, mm-hmm. and the RHs, and you know that whole thing, winds. Um, yeah, I can it can definitely make a push. You uh-huh. know, and our our line can be compromised. Um, we were again. Um, we're in this opening, and all of the um, helicopter drops are up high mm-hmm. to the west of us, right? So we're looking up to the ridge. That's where all the helicopter drops sure. are. I know if I see a helicopter down low below us dropping, mm-hmm. th- there's a problem. For sure. And that happened. And that then right around... 12.30, 12.45, that happened. It okay. did. And then at that same time, we went from kind of light, wispy smoke to someone pulled the lid off. Okay. 
and now things are happening yeah. and now the fire <clears throat> is thick mm -hmm. dark black smoke like it's it's about to go all right so yeah it's things are ratcheting up <clears throat> it's right? ratcheting up all right you know i called division you know how's our line doing did it did it spot the line he's like i'm not there i will you know i'll be back there in 20 minutes for sure he's off doing dealing with some he's, stuff he's, like you know, <clears throat> division stuff yeah yeah, yeah. He's, he's out doing stuff he, he doesn't happen to be right there at yeah, that moment and i don't have radio comms that great with anyone else that's why i called him okay right you know, mm -hmm. call him on the cell phone okay like, yeah because there was the report talks about it like there was some classic radio like Murphy's Law kind of things, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? There was, sure. uh, I can't remember, change in a tactical frequency or, and then there was um, a problem with a, a push on some software. At that the, you, the Bozeman at, Dispatch. At the Bozeman Dispatch. Yeah. And you, they changed you, the air to ground and, twice or three times. Exactly. So there, but, and, and end result is you're not getting great comms up there. At you're, all. You're having trouble. And, yeah. but you're, you're. I'm hearing some, uh, definitely my air to ground is working, but my tactical channel mm -hmm. is not. So there's working a, great. Yeah. There's it's a little, bits and pieces. It's yeah. it was weird. And the day before, we're on the same channel. Yeah. Yeah. It's working fine. Yeah, perfectly. Yeah. Classic. And I'm 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 I mean, we're all of our all three yeah. of our radios were doing the same thing. I'm like going through the tone list and I'm like, yeah. what what changed yeah. from yesterday oh. that I can't really communicate well? Mm -hmm. Why am I using a cell phone? Mm -hmm. Well, you know? and it's a workaround, <clears throat> right? That, it's a workaround. Yeah, so. no, and it, and it was it was good. You know, some, that was it. Some comms better than no comms, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And and so uh, you call division, ask if if it's spotted over the line because you're you know you're you're seeing something that's not fitting your picture, right? And so things you're, are you're starting trying, to yeah. change, and it's not fitting my picture anymore. And and, and if my illusion of control <laughs> is is uh, <laughs> is going by the wayside. There you go. Yeah. Um, and so. Uh, you eventually get some confirmation that it has spotted. Is that right? Yeah, the confirmation was my helicopter dropping a bucket on it. <laughs> you watch your helicopter yeah. drop a bucket and you're yeah. like, all right, that That's is not... 100% over the line. That was the first drop of the day in that area. That means there's a spot. Okay. And, and that's, that's our trigger point. Trigger point. Bam. And the action was? Yep. The action was... Okay, so previous to that, we when we heard the tankers... Mm -hmm. We're not coming in. Mm -hmm. Our gear, chainsaw, all that oh, stuff is on the right. two track. Yeah. So I moved that yeah, yeah. in line to our LZ so we can grab it on, on our way. way out. Instead of making a little zig. Ma make it, no, having to come down yeah. and then back oh, up to get it. Okay. Right. So yeah, you're, you're, you're making some, some, Future. some tactical kind of like yep. considerations. All right. A little bit. So you've, you've set that up. Now you see your helicopter dropping uh, on a spot that's, that's clearly across the line. Now your trigger point's been activated. So you start. Yeah. So, and then at the same exact time, there is um, air attack transitions. Ah, uh-huh. Of course. Yep. And um, so the old air attack knew where we were. We're in contact with mm -hmm. them. I was asking them questions. Um, brand new air attack. Yeah, yeah. Of course. And then division comes back mm -hmm. onto mm -hmm. the division mm -hmm. and he pulls all the resources. Okay. So he's, he's like, hey, everybody, he's seeing all the same things that you are. And he says, you know well, what? Yeah, let's regroup. Yeah. And um, yeah, he pulls, pulls everyone. Mm hmm. So I, I see the spot. I see him dropping on the spot. Here's a, here's a key point. That was your escape route. Yeah. The 
yeah that the 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 spot fire was cut off our like band like that like primary your primary primary going to the house is no longer an option because of where the spot spot fire is okay so just automatically everybody kind of understands that like "Mm, that's not an option anymore that's why you're headed back to the yep so we were gonna go down slope Uh to the house short you know whatever not too short but still yeah. it's down downhill instead yeah, yeah. of uphill yeah exactly and um so that cuts off the primary okay okay but we have a secondary sure and we're gonna go um like i said we're gonna go up through the lz cut out to the east but hey my helicopter's right there sure have them come pick you up come get us yeah yeah cool like so i say eight eight you know hey we're um after that bucket come meet us at the LZ mm-hmm. and um, he says I'm going to try and I'm like oh okay yeah what does that mean yeah yeah you know I didn't realize um, you know I'm kind of sheltered in the little mm-hmm. place I'm at and I'm taking wind readings but they're not the correct wind readings yeah and he's up there in he's it he's up right? there in it he's and getting now he's, he's been fighting that thing all morning right Trying well to just... the winds kind of just picked up around okay. 1200 okay. let's call it 1200 they really picked up okay like picked up where he's struggling to keep the helicopter in there so that and might, i don't know this yeah you don't know i just that. see him flying and dropping water but the first you kind of hear of it is him saying i'll try yes to come get you correct and so that's in boom there's a little piece of information yep Ooh, he's gonna try mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but like you're not gonna go down your primary escape route so it still makes sense you're you're going to the lz we're gonna be passing it anyway. Yeah. So meet us there. We'll there grab our stuff. Um, I look at where the spot is below us. I give myself forty-five minutes. All right. To get to where I need to be. All right. Get and and if you can't get a pickup, that's all right. Right turn, bam. Uh, go down to one hundred percent. House number two, uh, secondary escape route. That's mm-hmm. why you have it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So. Now you're booking it back to, or I don't know if, are you booking it? Are you? We are booking it now. Um, I, I'm, yeah, we are on higher alert. Okay. Put it to you that way. Yeah. I'm not nervous. I'm not just whatever now, but now I'm looking back and up at the fire and it's. Getting with it. It's getting with it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, and the, and obviously the winds at that point just... were like that's more what made me nervous was the speed and the like the wind beating us for like, sure and i'm like oh this is gonna be here quick and there's there is now a time wedge right there's, there's a time i just started it it's yeah okay so it has started there is a there's a finite amount of minutes now for for your uh actions all right that's a firm <laughs> so um, what's the climate kind of the the uh, in terms of uh, the feeling right uh, of, of you and your your folks a little apprehension like a little um, heightened oh mm-hmm. you know hey okay, this is now it's getting serious yeah all right we have to make it to our secondary there escape route we kind have of to get game face kind of game face hundred percent yeah and but then that maybe I'll try to pick you up or I'm going to try to pick you yeah, up. Yeah. That really kind of spooked me and them. Yeah. Because it introduces the idea of if he we can. We might not get a ride out. Yeah. If we don't get the ride out. We have to boogie and we have fire chasing us. Okay. So that's that's what you're facing now. Yep. Yep. But I still gave us 
some time to do that. So I'm not. Uh, it's going to take some time. Sure. For the for that little spot, that little wispy smoke mm-hmm. downslope from get, us to yeah. develop and come get us. Get some legs. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so you make it to the LZ. So yeah, we we on our way um, to um, the LZ. Um, air attack calls and he goes are you aware of the spot and i'm like yeah that's why we're going to our escape route Mm -hmm. and our safety zone Mm -hmm. he goes are you aware of the spot by the house so yep yep spot by the house got it copy it's below us we're headed over to the safety zone yeah i'm aware of it Mm -hmm. and then you know now the fire is blowing up the columns bent over Mm mm-hmm so now on our way back, um, Cody notices smoke to the east. And we've been looking to the west up the whole time. Uh-huh. And um, maybe subconsciously, because things are happening, I don't want anyone getting too crazy yet. Hey, that's that's drift smoke because the column's bent over. That's what we're seeing. Sure. Like we have this um, this tendency to um, sometimes verbalize and want to believe what it is we want it to be. Because yeah. that's that's the best deal is that's drift smoke. Mm-hmm. That's right. a, 100% that's the best deal. Yeah. yeah. That's a, oh, yeah. That's drift smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what and we And in the back of my mind, I knew it wasn't. Yeah. I, I, I knew it wasn't. But it could be. But it could be. I'm still holding on to hope that it's yeah, drift why, smoke. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Kind of. Because uh, right. now we got fire come up from the south, you know, that spot. And that was the confusion. Uh-huh. But it turns out when Air Attack called and asked you, are you aware of the spot by the house? Mm-hmm. He was talking about the spot that landed right underneath our LZ. Yeah. To the east. To the east. Over by house number two. Correct. By house yeah. number two, that where our safety zone is. Your secondary escape route yeah was down to this other house right and mm-hmm. i mean all the time people have been talking about the house mm-hmm. and so it makes sense that mm-hmm. spot by the house yeah spot by the house new air attack is like there's a spot there's by a the house. house yeah makes i'm gonna sense. tell them that there's a spot by the house mm-hmm. yeah and and you said yep copy got copy it. i got it mm-hmm. um you, you, you guys weren't talking about the same spot, but you figured that out shortly. Very fast. Yeah, because you could see it. Five minutes later, I can, when once we get into like a little clearing, and I didn't even think, I, that, none, I didn't compute any of that. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. It's not like you were like, oh, that's that the spot. one he was talking about. <laughs> oh, calling back, like, hey, yeah, hey, I oh. found it. <laughs> Got it. Uncopy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to retract my previous statement of copy. So, all right, so uh, another game changer, right? Like, yeah. bam, now mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you realize, no, oh, there's fire. To the east, to and the it's, east. That, there's our um, escape route safety zone is you can't to the go east. That way. You can't go that way now. No, we can't go that way either. Was that immediate? Like, did you understand that immediately? I did. Okay. I did, because so, um, I saw the color of that smoke. Ah. Uh, and I know that what was below us was timber. Okay. And... Um, I said, um, you know, got into the uh, opening. We made it to the opening of our field. We picked up the pace. Cody falls down a hill. He, you know, on on our way down, chainsaw goes flying. You know, Dolmar, blah blah blah. I said, leave it, leave. Mm. But he grabbed the chainsaw. Yeah, yeah, of course. Left the Dolmar, left mm. the whatever. I was carrying a QB. Mm. Chopped that thing. 
and now we're but you're committed now our last chance is getting a ride yeah and uh, what what was your what was going through your mind at that point um we need a ride yeah um we're gonna need a ride so i said um you know i want to assess and get eyes on the spot myself mm-hmm. i was going to look you know because it, it was to the east i could maybe we can push out past it to mm-hmm. the north and squirt out it. and get around it yeah yeah and then as i'm coming into um that rlz the 12 acre opening it's clean air to the north right so, so I, you I see call a the, window i see a window yeah i call the helicopter i call you know 88 again i said if you come now you can get in get us and get out mm-hmm. and his response was you know crowley i am trying man my hardest i'm trying my hardest i'm trying to punch through this column to get you he's like i'm aware of the spot below the lz i know where you are I, I'm trying my best, man. Yeah. No. So I said, all right, um, let me go get eyes on this thing. So I get to the our actual oval where our gear is. Mm-hmm. Um, they drop their packs. They, I'm nervous. We're, we're all kind of like, tensions are real high now. They're hearing the radio traffic too. Yeah, yeah. Well, the window's closing. It's You're closing like, fast. Option one, gone. Option two, gone. Option three, starting to close. Close, yeah. yeah. And um, so I'm like, all right, option four, maybe we could squirt around it. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I um, run up on the knob. It's probably, I don't know, 50 yards from um, our gear. And um, I look down and yeah, I thought of uh, Kramer fire, Mm. popped in my head. That's heavy. (sighs) Yeah, I'm like, you know, we're real close to uh, Man Gulch in Helena. Physically, it's Location. not very, yeah, you're not very We far. fly over it 20 times a year. Okay. We, we hike it all the time. So the, We bring all the people that detail with us to it. Yeah. The story is ingrained in us. For sure. And, and so now you've, you're, these things are starting to pop into your head. Like, yeah. Like Kramer, like that was a bad deal. Those guys didn't make it. No, you they know? didn't make it. And... Oh. Um, you know, that was on my mind. I looked down, I'm like, you know, they tried to run and mm-hmm. it didn't work out. And I looked down, I looked at the timber, I looked at the fire starting to hook. I'm like, it's 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 gonna be up here in probably five minutes. Mm. And it's gonna be rolling when mm. it comes over us. It's gonna be a crown fire. Right. So one last ditch effort I call up the helicopter. I said, we need immediate extraction, like right now. He had gotten a bucket and he's just like, okay, I can't get in, but I'll get a bucket and I'll drop it over him. He Mm -hmm. had to punch the bucket. Punch the bucket, meaning like the whole jettison, the whole bucket, the bucket, not the water in the bucket. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, it's rodeo up there. It is Western. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that means like when you call and say, we need immediate extraction. His answer is, um, I can't do it. Yeah. I, and I'm I, at the time I was like, man, you know, what's going to happen to us. Yeah. I was mad for sure. But I, I, I had no idea for sure what he was going through. Of course he's trying to get us. Of course. Yeah. Nobody, of course he is. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's no, not possible. He's trying his hardest. 
you know, they hear the radio traffic. I run back over to them. I'm like, we're starting to fire here. We're going to fire around the gear and we're going to put down as much fire as we can For and sure. we're going to spread out from there. Yeah. Like you thought of Man Gulch, you know what I mean? Like now you're going to wag dodge it. Yep. You're we're going to fire as much fire as possible. Okay. We're going to we're we're not going out like that. Okay. And so you start you start getting after. We're, we're going to fight back. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Was there a mental benefit to that? Yeah. That you can- uh, yeah, that we can do something to um, um, improve our situation. We're not going to freak out. We're just going to stay as calm as possible. We're going to act decisively. This is what we're doing. Because it was an option for you to just curl up in a ball and, you know. Yeah, you could have done that, mm-hmm. um, but there's and and the reason I ask about that mental piece is because I've heard that so many times of what what's one little thing I can do, you know what I mean? What's one little and the and the mental benefit of that trying to improve your situation, right? There's yeah. that that you're engaged, you're engaged, you're you're uh, you're still going, mm-hmm. you're still uh, still living, right? Yeah, um, and so. How'd the, how'd the firing go? Um, so funny thing is, um, I remember, you know, so they're starting to fire and it, it the gra- it's not taking, you know, how you would just drop mm-hmm. fusey, boom, grass lit, done. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, move on. Yeah. Doom, 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 Which doom, is what doom. I would expect in the, in knowing what's going on with fire behavior. Yeah. Right. That's what I would yeah. expect. It's just like, oh man, just. Just, just light some fire, man. We'll just throw matches. Yeah, throw some <laughs> right matches. Old match because you've done that before. Yeah, yeah. Bleep, flip Boom. the match. There goes the fire. Bam. Um, no, so we're you know it's you have to hold down the fuses at least five, six, seven seconds to get anything mm-hmm. going right. But I remember, oh, I got my mini sig in my pack. Oh, I'm gonna light this up. <laughs> like I've been carrying this thing around. I know, but I've been using it too. <laughs> yeah. Like I just used it to light off a bunch of. I mean, it's trusty yeah. for me. And it's, I was out it's in eastern sick. Montana. Yeah. You're landing. Nobody's around. You yeah. need to fire some stuff off. Yeah, you're doing it by yourself, and for you're sure. firing, and you're you're make doing good with it. And and just to that's be my clear, tool. What it is is it's a sig like you would mm-hmm. have for a saw, mm-hmm. but it's got burn drip, mix, oh, you know, drip mix in it, drip mix in a. Mini drip torch. It's yeah, a mini and, and, drip and this torch. little tiny. Drip. Yep, little bleeder valve and yeah, like a little wick, a little yeah. little squiggly mm-hmm. like uh, you know. The pigtail. Pigtail. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, the whole yep. thing. And um, so bam, bam. I've used it. There you go. I just used it like yeah. two days prior to that. So you get it out and. Yeah, I get it out. Um, and uh, I get it lit. And I'm, you know, a little nervous. Like things are happening. I know we have like five minutes. Yeah, I'm not like just calm, cool, sure, collected. Sure. You know, um, I get it lit, but in my mind, I'm like, mm-hmm. here it goes. Yeah, yeah, I got this. Tip it over, nothing. Ugh. Dribbles out, and then I'm like shaking it. I shake it. Like yeah. what? The, what? What? Yeah. This thing's not working. What the hell? I shake it again. I shake it again. It catches my arm on fire. Oh my god. Yeah. Catches my arm on fire. So I I, I chuck it. I was going to say that's exactly what I would do. (laughs) Chuck it. You know, I chucked it. And there, that is when um, I became deflated. Uh, 
So you noticed a, a mental kind of shift. It there. was more like uh, um, someone pulled the rug out from yeah. underneath me. Yeah. And, um, you know, just to touch base on the fight or flight, mm. you know, I wanted to talk a little bit about that. Um, when you're in that situation, um, when I was looking down and making the decision that we're going to be here, we're going to be stuck, mm-hmm. and we have to improve our situation. Yeah. This is what we have to do. If we want any, if we want to live, mm-hmm. we, we have to improve our situation. So, um, yeah, but the fight or flight, that feeling, it's it was unexplainable. It's mm-hmm. like I wanted to just run, mm-hmm. run, run down that hill, around the fire, and just run. Just overpower it. Just just, just like get around because whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and that was a, that was a rough feeling, man. Mm. And to say you can't, you gotta. That ain't gonna work, dude. <laughs> it's like your uh, two parts of your brain, right? Yeah. There's a there's a piece telling you. Well, fire bad. Yeah. And another piece <laughs> Get away from you, it. You know, like hey, the math doesn't work out. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I just want to touch base about that. Yeah, yeah. Because um, it was a significant feeling. For sure. And then, um, so anyway, the drip torch catches on fire. I chuck it, reach into my bag. I've got three fuses on each side. Boom, pull them out. Stick them in my um, pockets. Mm-hmm. They're still firing, dropping their little the dots. The other two crew members. Yep, the other yeah. two crew members yeah. are dropping their dots. The wind is howling. We mm-hmm. can't talk to each other. Okay. Right? It's just like, all right, so I pull my last two fuses out of my bag. And my hands are shaking mm-hmm. uncontrollably, mm-hmm. not consciously. They're just doing it. And mm-hmm. I'm like looking at my hands and they're just like, I, I'm not going to be able to light these fuses. Yeah. I want them, my hands to stop shaking, yeah, but yeah. they're not. Yeah. They're just my whole body, I guess, is trembling. And um, I go over to my other guy. I'm like, do I need these lit? Mm-hmm. Light them. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he put his fusing mm-hmm. next to mine, lit them up, blah, blah, blah. You know, I was able to get the cap off, mm-hmm. do all that stuff. So now I'm dropping dots mm-hmm. as well right you know um and i'm thinking all right now we got about three minutes mm-hmm. four minutes i don't know whatever it may be so they they kind of pulsed together for a second all the okay. dots we were putting down they pulsed together and i'm like yes this is gonna work we're gonna get really good black around us and hopefully wish hope for the best there you go that's that high and low again thing mm-hmm. right like just like i've got that that uh mini drip torch like this is gonna work like this high oh yeah it's gonna and then mm-hmm. it doesn't then you get that deflated somebody pulled the car the helicopter is gonna come or, get us yeah, yeah earlier oh the helicopter you know you go up and and then the deflation but you have to fight to get back into that space of hope you know what i mean yeah, that that thing absolutely. about staying engaged how do you and you have to fight to every one of those lows you gotta recover from yeah exactly and so now you've just experienced another one where it's like, hey, the wind's howling. We can't talk to each other. But some of the dots that you're dropping are actually mm-hmm. coming together. Mm-hmm. You know, so like this, this might work after all. Mm-hmm. And if they do, if it comes together and you get some Insta Black mm-hmm. with one good push, like you're going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, that's mm-hmm. going to be one hell of a story, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you'll wag dodge it. We, pull it we off. did it. We pulled it off. <laughs> we pulled it off. Um, and then it just baffled the other way and just didn't 
you know, they didn't completely come together. So mm-hmm. I'm now I am up and I think my hands are done shaking. Mm-hmm. Right. And I took my gloves off so I can light these things. Mm-hmm. So now I'm looking for sage. Mm-hmm. Right. A little further out, I'm looking for pockets of sage. And there it is carrying a little better, easier, just boom, doom. The fuses get low. I chuck it, sure. pull out more. Yeah, yeah. Doom, 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 doom. I think I split one in half and just yeah, yeah. chucked it yeah. by the you know in front of it. So mm-hmm. maybe that'll just do something by itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so um, I look up at one point. I look up and I'm probably uh, again like forty yards away from where they're at. And I look up. There's a fire shelter, mm. and we didn't even talk about getting into fire shelters. Yeah, but uh, but there's a fire shelter, yeah. and it snapped me out of whatever burning zone I was mm-hmm. in like to create black um, dude we're back in it in this situation like I must have subconsciously left the situation and I was just concentrating on dropping fire sure but then I somehow I glanced up mm-hmm. right and I see his fire shelter and I look down and I have no gloves on mm-hmm I have my sleeves are rolled up. Mm -hmm. I am holding fuses. I look over behind the fire shelter and there's wall of flames coming up. Next thing I know, boom, I'm back at the, um, something inside me just told me to bolt. Mm -hmm. I need my fire shelter. Boom. Next task. Boom. That's what it was. Next task. Zipped over there. I don't remember running. I don't remember any of that. I just know I was far and then I was there. Yeah. Yeah. So I get over. Um, you know, I roll up on the L, you know, on our little circle and I see one guy in the fire shelter and then I see my other guy and he's like gear bags around him, chaps slung over his back. He's like in the fetal position. And I go, dude, get into your fire shelter. Yeah. Like I'm screaming. Yeah. Yeah. Screaming. I don't uh, comprehend what's happening. Why aren't you in your fire shelter? Yeah. And he gets up and he's just like, I don't have it. And I go, did it effing blow away? Like, because the winds were yeah, like yeah. that gnarly yeah, where yeah. it would just, if you held the fire shelter, it would, Kite. gone. Yeah. So I, that's what I thought happened. Sure. I'm like, okay, it just it blew away on him. Mm-hmm. So um, he goes, I just don't have it. And I'm like, okay, well, he said, I think he said, share with me. I don't even remember what he said. Sure. But uh, he was com- but, he's definitely coming in my yeah, fire yeah, shelter. Yeah, you knew, you knew what was He's coming happen. in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's a big boy. 6'2", right. 225, muscle, mm. right? I'm, I'm smaller, but yeah. I'm, yeah. you know, six foot, 190. Yeah. Not as much muscle, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, I rip out my fire shelter. Go to shake it out. It's not coming out. Yeah. It's just not coming out. I'm, I'm like, I don't have gloves on. It's not coming out. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to rip this thing apart by myself. Mm-hmm. I said, grab this. You know, open this thing. Yeah. Why isn't this opening? So my fire shelter was beat. Yeah. Right? It was beat up. It, it was the same shelter for years. Years. Yeah. yeah. It's been slept on been dropped off engines it's been dropped off helicopters it's been yeah. dragged to the dirt it's been abused and it hasn't been inspected just like 
many others just like it. So many, because after this, we looked at all the fire shelters in the whole DNRC, and we found many, many worse, some of them. Yeah. Um, Overhead mostly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and none of that matters until you're pulling it out. Until I need it. Yeah. And until I need it. Yeah. And I, I need it. Yeah. I need. We need it. For sure. We now it's two, it. two people. Yeah. Um, you got it out somehow. Dude, somehow we get it out. I'm, sh I'm shaking it. He's shaking his end. Just get it out. We get it open. We look at each other and we're both shoulder to shoulder facing away from the mm -hmm. first, the spot fire that's coming up. Okay. So we look at each other and as we're looking at each other, look like straight up and here's a wall of flames, like crown fire. Yeah, yeah. 100 foot, 120 mm -hmm. foot. I, you know, you could feel and it's loud, mm -hmm. black smoke. I can barely see Cody's fire shelter. Yeah. He's already in. He's in. He's, He's been in. in. Yeah. Okay. He's probably been in for a couple minutes. Okay. And now we look up. We look at each other. I yell, feet to the fire. I drop this way. And he drops this way. Because there's fire on both sides. So I guess my feet to the fire were this way. His feet to the fire that way. <laughs> oh, um, followed instructions. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Something like that. And then you're in. Then you're in the shelter. Kind of in. Kind of, yeah, that's right. And there's yeah. two of us, and... Um, Did you ever get your sleeves down? Yeah, so um, I, he's facing one way. I'm pretty sure he had his th this thing oh, stretched out, yeah, yeah. Like, like you're supposed to. Yeah, like, yeah. Grab the handle, stretch it out. Yeah. And um, I, I'm in like a fetal position kind of on the outside of him, mm -hmm. and um, I can't get the corner shot. Mm -hmm. I can't. There's too too much bulk inside it's of that. Too much yeah. bulk inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I cannot get bulked the, out. I can't get it shot. Yeah. And I, so I'm like, I roll my sleeves down. I pop my collar. I put on my flight gloves. How come you had flight gloves, or where were they? They were in my, and I always keep them in my right hip pocket. My glove gloves are on my pack, pack. and I'll use those if I'm firing. For sure. Otherwise, I'm wearing no gloves. Yeah. Or I'm wearing my flight gloves for sure. If I need them, for but you have flight like. gloves because you're hell attack, right? Like, and and you have some gloves in your pocket. Not everybody has gloves in their pocket. Many people end up. The reason I'm bringing this up is because mm. oftentimes people end up in shelters with no gloves. Well, well, gloves. You can't open the shelter with gloves. There you go. Right. And they're bulky. Where you can't stick them in your pocket because then you have a big giant pocket. My flight gloves, I could do that with though. Yeah. I could fold them up, stick them in my pocket. I don't even know they're there. They're light. Ding, ding, ding. Lesson, folks, put some flight gloves in. Cargo pocket. You never know when you're going to need them. And then, um, you know, you can use them when you're digging line if you have to. Sure. You know, I don't, you know, if I need them, I need them. You're now in the shelter and you can't get a seal. I can't. It's open probably a foot. And, okay. and, and, and it's filled with smoke, mm. the shelter. Embers are just blasting in right they're burning me mm -hmm. burning my 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 nomex mm -hmm. i can feel it right i can't breathe i'm like we're in it yep we're in it it's mm -hmm. gonna happen we're in it and um i'm trying my best to close it i'm trying, it's not happening. it's not happening it's just not i can't i'm like yelling at him he's yelling at me i'm like i'm trying so when we first went under there he had the radio because mm. he was there already i was sure. out burning he had the radio um so when we get under there he yells something into the radio 
firefighters deployed, what hell attack, whatever he yelled. Mm -hmm. And uh, I didn't like it. And I said, I said, give me the radio. And I know my crew is listening at Hello Base, mm -hmm. right? I know they're listening. And But you were conscious of that at that moment? I you, was. You knew I was. that whatever's going out over the air, like... Yes, I did you, know. Your folks are going to hear it. Yeah. yeah, and I just wanted to say no. something calmer. Mm. And I said, air attack, this is hell attack. We're under the shelters. There's... Um, three of us, and we have two shelters. He didn't copy that because guess what's happening? The fire is yeah. Imagine that blowing up. Yeah, blowing up. They're evacuating Hilla Base. Yeah, they're I evacuating that whole canyon. Mm -hmm. Things. It, it is Western AF. Yeah, yeah. it is going. Yeah, yeah. So like you know maybe that transmission got lost. But anyway, I my guy said they were listening intently. But you had a conscious thought of I want to I want to deliver a, a a calm message that calmer calmer I guess yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that depicts what's going on. That's um, it. And, yeah, and I didn't I didn't like that he screamed into the radio. Sure, basically. Sure. And uh, but then did you ever get the shelter closed? No, I just um, nope. I uh, was fiddling with it, or trying. I was pushing mm -hmm. down with my left arm, and uh, it's just blasting me like right in the face like black smoke and yeah. i can't breathe i'm choking yeah choking like literally choking um this goes on for a few minutes right and it's you know it's raining on the shelter yeah, yeah, yeah. loud sticks rocks mm -hmm. dirt oh so previous to that this bag is like right next to me on my leg and it's burning me <laughs> the the line gear yeah and it starts exploding so there was bug spray, oh. boom, yeah. fusey, boom, oh. you know, lotion, like sunscreen, oh. boom. Uh. And I'm like, what is going on right now? It's burning my leg. It's, I'm hearing explosions outside of the shelter. What is happening here? And I like kicked it and yeah. said, get this thing away from me, yeah. you know, um, just it's crazy. Yeah. I'm like, I'm getting out and I'm going shoulder to shoulder with him. I okay. cannot stay in here one more second. As is, like you need As to is, yeah, right now, I, yeah. I'm going to die if I eat any more smoke. I can't breathe. I can't see. There's crap out of my ears, my mouth, mm. everywhere. I'm getting out. I don't care how hot it is out there. I'm mm. getting out. I don't yeah. care. I'm going to roll a dice because yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah. die right now. I feel like I'm going to die. I'm sure. not going to, but I'm going to feel yeah. like um, So I jump out. For a split second, and I tell him, I said, like, I'm getting out and I'm coming shoulder to shoulder. I get out, hold my breath, split second, jump right back up. We rearranged. Yeah, yeah. Way better. Okay. So you got Now I got like that. my like, yeah. leg on him. Yeah. We're kind of like one mm -hmm. entity now. And it was way better okay. that way. So um, we're in there, another five, six minutes. I call Cody, you know, I'm like, Cody, dude, are you all right? I said, how you doing, man? How you doing? Hang in there. And he's like, I'm not doing good, man. I'm not doing good. And this is just verbal. This isn't, is this, or is this yeah. radio? Nope. Yeah, you're yelling, yelling at, at Cody. Yeah. Okay. I'm yelling at Cody. Um, yelling and, his, at and his response is? I'm not, I'm not good. Not good. How, how'd that hit you? It affected me. Yeah. So, and that's something I still struggle with. Did you feel like responsible? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm about to kill yeah. Two people with my decisions. Three people. 
but two people that aren't me um i'm about to kill oh. uh, you know i killed someone's father i killed yeah. someone's husband's was that weight on you right then immediate, at that time? immediate. immediate. Oh, so geez. that morning right before briefing uh, you know like i said we had good cell service cody was going home in two days mm-hmm. he had called his family Oof. They FaceTimed, and I overheard some of that. And I'm just, then we talked, and I'm like, man, that's awesome. You get to see the girls again. Oh. You know? So now, five hours later, like, I killed them. And you, and you had to, like, mental struggle with that in that, like, in the shelter. Immediately, yeah. Uh, I, I was thinking of Cody. Yeah. Uh, His family. Brutal. Yeah. Um, and my other guy, he has kids. So, yeah, no, people, I'll just touch base. People are like, you know, I hear some of the other stories of them like, um, oh, man, we were talking to each other. We, we, we were we were cheering each other on yeah. and doing that. Man, that wasn't the way it was for us. Mm. Not for me, especially. I'm like, we're going to die. Mm. We're going to die. What about the, the calming feeling of doing something familiar that you've trained on? <laughs> I didn't see that one. That didn't, no. ha- that didn't happen for me. <laughs> no, that didn't happen for me. I'm like, we're going to die. Um, and it's either going to be like in five seconds or it could be in like 20 seconds. Mm. Or it could be in 30. Yeah. Or it could be this next thought, I could be dead. Yeah. Before yeah. my next thought, I could be dead. Yeah. It's going to come over us and we're going to die. That's how I felt because we were getting pummeled, mm. hammered. I just ate ton smoke. Mm-hmm. It's still smoky. Yeah, yeah. Like in the shelter. Sure. Like I can't breathe. I, I'm just yeah. like everything is coming out of my face. Like you know. Would you have survived outside the shelter? No. no absolutely not. Mm. Hundred percent. No way. Yeah. Mm. The no radiant place. heat. You know, our shelter showed signs of over 2,000 degrees. Yeah. Just to be clear, where you where your shelters are deployed is in that spot that, that you I cleared, cleared out for the gear. Mm-hmm. That, you know, you were just killing yeah. time, mm-hmm. right? Like, hey, let's just scrape this thing clear. Mm-hmm. That's where you're deployed. And you guys it, chucked all the gear outside of that. I didn't. They did. But they did, most yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So then there's a, yeah, that's, that's where... You know, hindsight. What if we didn't? Yeah, you can. Uh, talk there's about there's only so much use to the what ifs. Um, you can torture yourself with them. Yeah. Well, um, you just ways. don't. Just yeah. don't go there. Yeah. Um, That's my recommendation. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. Eight, ten minutes goes by, and we're it's we're getting hammered. I think we're gonna die. And um, a bright light comes, and I'm like, "This is it. This is it. It's gonna. It's." right on top of us it's mm. gonna just this is it this bright light is it that's the fire right on us mm. and then it like 10 seconds goes by and we're not dead yet mm. and i'm like man that might be the sun actually mm. so i'm like screw it i'm opening the shelter again mm. and i'm getting eyes on this thing i oh i cracked the shelter i like look up it wasn't bright anymore but i look around and it was nuked mm. all around us and it took like maybe a few seconds for it to hit me oh it's nuked it's nuked there's no more fuel around us this is as hot as it's gonna ever be right mm. now was we're that good we we just survived relief 
Yeah. 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 Well, that was it. I just figured it out. Like, dude, we're not going to die. That's as hot as going to be. This is it. So um, I tell him, I say, it's, guys, it's nuked. I don't think we should come out yet, mm-hmm. but it's nuked. This is as bad as it's going to get. And that must have been a relief. It was a relief for me. I don't know. For sure. For sure. So, um, yeah, we get out. Me and, me and my guy in my shelter, I'm like, I'm out yeah, yeah. of this thing. Mm-hmm. Get, get me away from this <laughs> shelter. Um, he's still in. Cody's still in. Right. Um, and I um, get out, and it's bad. It's still howling, 50 plus. It's we, this weird orange mm-hmm. glow. Mm-hmm. Like all around, and it's one in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. And it's so surreal. Mm-hmm. So I get out for a second, and you know, my other guy's out, and here comes the main fire, the one that was from the south. Mm. I'm like, oh, here we go again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's nuked around us though mm-hmm. but I know it's gonna be hot again it's gonna like you know it didn't get all the fuels around us because it was a, it's crown fire through the timber and then like you know mm-hmm. ground fire past us but it wasn't south of I don't, it didn't light the whole field up sure. because it was a spot fire yeah yeah that started a little bit north and east of the opening of the field yeah yeah so now the main fire's coming and I'm like we're getting back in the shelters so we get back on the shelters. And I'm, I think I may have been given radio mm. comms. But I know. So we stay back in there for eight minutes, another eight, ten minutes, whatever. And then I'm just like, I am done with this shelter. I don't care. I'm, I'm out. Mm-hmm. I'm out. And so I got out. I'm like, we're going to be miserable. I'm going to, it's going to suck anyway. Whatever. I'm getting out. I'm, what? We're alive. Sure. Well, I'm getting out. I'm walking around. Sure. <laughs> um, so I call Air Attack. Now we need help. Yeah. Now we, we need help, right? Like, cool, we made it, you know, but we want off this hill right now. For sure. I want help. Like, send me help. I don't know how damaged our insides are. Yeah. The adrenaline is still through the roof i could be burned all i know i was getting burned Mm -hmm. you know i I don't know how these guys are doing you know like maybe cody's really bad i don't know but you're still in that like those highs and lows again right like you had the the realization hey the main fire's past us it's nuked we're not gonna like that element of it but then the next low is yeah, but we're still in we're danger. We're still in danger. Yeah, we're, well, we're still here. How are we getting out of here? Yeah. They're not flying anyone in here. Mm-hmm. Right off the bat, I knew that. Mm-hmm. Yes. I could just look, and it's blowing up, and the winds are over 50 miles an hour. Sustained. Yeah. Sure. Sustained winds. No one's flying in that. Yeah. You just survived this epic deal, right? But other emergencies are also occurring on the fire mm. in terms of uh, people's operational focus absolutely you know what yeah. i mean like it's going into town there's evacuations there's you know people are trying to get off or get off the hill in other areas and and obviously the intensity of those scenarios if you were to compare them are not as important or you know what i mean not to uh, me uh, yeah uh, um, <clears throat> or us at the time but that's what i'm saying in your in your world like 
like you just you just about die. Yeah, I want um, I want us to be the focus. I want, yeah. I want to get off this hill immediately. Yes, I know that air air um, is not it's not going to happen. Just, it's just, just not too windy. They actually, oh, yeah. you know, um, they, they tried, um, and actually, the, there's a local type three there, and he tried and he almost crashed. Yeah, to get us, and now all these pilots at Hellabase. You know, some of them are my pilots. Some mm-hmm. of them I've worked with in the past. They know me. They know it's me up there. So they're yeah. gonna, they want to come get us, but, but they, just, they can't. No, and that feeling must have been sinking for them. Absolutely. Yeah. There, there you are. You can't get off the hill. You you tried walking. Yeah. We. Um, you know. Uh, again, we're just getting battered, uh, and um, tried to walk back down to the south, kind of retrace our footsteps, and there was just too much fire between that house one mm-hmm. and where we were at the time mm-hmm. and um you know trying to coordinate with air attack you know i said we're next to a two track send up that two tracks got to be accessible mm-hmm. from somewhere so just send up a utv get mm-hmm. us the guys are not doing good you know i'm again i'm the radio person communicating mm-hmm. and i don't want to be too elevated about it sure. but i also i, I want to get us help and off the hill. And um, I know it's not gonna happen by air, so I'm doing other things. So eventually, um, you know, you get, you know, it's like three and a half, four hours Mm. go by and we're just sitting in some nuked out ash and getting pounded by everything because there's nothing to hide behind because there's nothing left. And, um, you know, the division um, supervisor and um, the shot crew soup, um, you know, they picked, they got our lot long. They picked their way through, through the fire, through the black and, um, contacted me and we kind of, Hey, I know where that is. I'll meet you there. And we met there and, um, you know, it was, it was a great feeling mm. to be finally walking down to house one where oh, wow. ambulances and such were waiting for us, you know? Mm. Wow, but that three hours—that's that's a tough time to have to. Uh, yeah, it was really hard, man. It, yeah. it was. That's actually thinking about it. It was probably almost just as hard because you think mm. that they forgot about you, mm. like it wasn't a big deal. Mm. But that's what we're thinking for sure. But that's not the case, you know. Though they just you, the there was other there's houses being burned to the ground. And like it's crazy hot, and you can't. It's not like you just go beeline, right? Yeah. Like it's it's mm-hmm. it's difficult. You're literally in yeah. the middle of the fire. Yeah. Um. And uh. Yeah. But that that time, and you're still having to be mentally engaged, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're the leader of this group. You're yeah. still like I'm it's not over yet. Radio calls. I'm, it's not over until we're being treated. <clears throat> Yeah. smoke inhalation um like we're da- nobody has water left none yeah. no water. for three hours yeah, yeah. that's scary like yeah. my yeah like we ate you know you're mm-hmm. eating dirt and sand yeah. and sand oh, yeah. you know smoke and we're you know everything already came out of your body and we have no water oh, nothing brutal brutal so there's that that other piece getting mm-hmm. off the hill right yep. and, and then there's the it, it's funny that you, that you use the term it's not over right mm-hmm. like y- y- you still have to get off the hill now you're getting treated and then there's the 
the big it's not over in long term yeah Mm -hmm. like kind of like um there's the immediate aftermath and the big and i think we'll we'll get into that we'll get into some of the um that mental health uh aspect of it but before we do before we step too far away from kind of these operational things i want to circle back to some of these um lessons lessons about Mm -hmm. that that you had like you just went through this like thing right this crazy thing that not everybody um experiences and and what would you pass on to somebody else that has not yet um experienced that and things that maybe you wish you would have known or um is just good old experience type advice you'd have for somebody else based on your yeah you know the 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 glaring one is your shelter have it with you and make sure it's in good operating Mm. form it's your ppe it's your last line of defense Mm. it's going to save your life there's no doubt that the fire shelters saved their lives that day yeah period yeah um you know uh we you know we we help the odds by burning sure out um you know start trying to stay calm as possible and kind of making some decisive decisions but um the the, the fire shelter man you got to get in your go i i would recommend everybody look at their shelter let's see when it was manufactured make sure it's taken care of it's the least thing you can do literally the least the very least thing you can do Um, and was there a difference between your shelter and mine was 2003 uh and then um cody's was new new his thing he said it opened better than a practice shelter oh wow yeah i didn't even see him put i didn't see him deploy it yeah i was burning some stuff but But those are two different descriptions like you're you're literally trying to stretch yours out yeah. fighting with it mm-hmm. and he was like Burr. yep and you could see how much better his did in the report uh, than ours did huh my you know ours is crumbly mm-hmm. and like um took a lot yeah heat but his you know his was bad too but mm-hmm. it wasn't as bad as ours was yeah. really bad yeah so there's there's have one oh, yeah number one have one number two and you know make sure it's it's functioning you know people think you know um oh, man this fire shelter is seven pounds and it's not gonna man i'm never gonna use this thing or you're away from your engine mm-hmm. right you're out on an engine but you're like man i'm just gonna go out on the end of this line and um you know spray some water it's like well you better bring that fire shelter with you sure and i know there's this whole um you know there's there's people that have strong opinions about carrying a fire shelter and not not carrying one and uh how you fight fire makes more of a difference and all that and i understand it doesn't um, make for me it doesn't make you like feel more invincible like it's your last line it's not like you were flying around up there and you said you know what we probably shouldn't land but we have fire shelter so let's go ahead and land yeah exactly exactly (laughs) that wasn't wasn't like no 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 uh and i don't i don't that train of thought um i I just don't buy into that 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 it makes you cockier because you have a fire shelter sure sure um and but the way that we fight fire here with uh hand crews where we get way off of roads um and yeah yeah, the, the way that we fight fire places us in 
positions um, puts us in conditions where this kind of stuff can happen, right? Like it all all the stuff that you described didn't sound like crazy to me. It's just like, oh yeah, you you flew around, you you saw where the fire was, you saw a problem, you saw a place that you could land. It looked green. It looked like it's not gonna be it, perfect every time. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's not. This isn't the 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 red binder world of fire, right? Mm -hmm. This is no. There's real there's there's definitely. Um, fire orders that were broken. There was watch out situations, but it's not like you. I don't know anybody who follows every single one. Well, I was gonna say like, yeah, of course, people say, oh well, there was unburned fuel between you and the fire. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like every fire. Mm -hmm. That's what I always say. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, yeah, that's that's true of every fire. How mm -hmm. are you gonna get to it? Mm -hmm. um, and I know that that's being a little tongue in cheek, because that's not the that's right. not the way it's intended. It's about like yeah. oh, once you're yeah. you're going to engage and you know one foot in the black, and I, and I understand all it's that. It's not stuff. always possible, and, and and honestly, in you know, it's back to the illusion of control. You have successfully done um, this how many umpteen times, and you, you know you did have unburnt fuel between you and the fire. And, and when you landed and then you mitigated that. Yeah. And you did. You you went and touched the black and you tied in and you mm -hmm. had a plan and all of that stuff. And, um, and none of that sounded like. Egregious. Yeah. It's just it's just kind of the it looks it sounds standard to me. That's kind of the way we do it. And, and, and the 10 standard orders are very helpful. They're great, you know, absolutely ideas and they're good to brief to and all of that stuff. Um, and they're not it's not exactly a formula i think that's the thing they're not i mean it can't always be absolute no i mean i understand that there's people that are passionate about um no if you just do those you're never gonna get hurt you're never gonna get hurt and uh, um I, I, if I, you follow every single 10 and every single 18 or you know you recognize 18 mm -hmm. um you're cool, man. You can fight as much fire as you want. Which I totally agree with. It just means that you can't actually engage. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and that's how you're going to not get hurt. It's yeah. Not, yeah. Not, you want to not get hurt? <laughs> don't get, engage. Get, you know? yeah. And because and some of them you just, it, it, it's not, it's like uh, fight fire aggressively having provided for safety first. Okay, define that, right? What does having provided for safety first mean? Wow, whose interpretation mean? of that? Yeah, who, who gets to decide if you've done that or not. Like the spirit behind it is is awesome because yeah, I do like aggressive, I'm always, I, I like aggressive, I lean towards the aggressive side. And I do think that that helps with um, managing risk. Sometimes the aggressive action is a risk management. That's a good point. You know, and so I don't disagree with the spirit of the the fire orders, and they're great reminders, and I like them. It's just when they start to get translated literally, that's when I have problems, especially when people do it in hindsight. No, right? the hindsight is where it really like don't come at me with those. So there was um, there was a you know article about the. Um, you know what we went through um you know there's a few articles mm -hmm. and um you know i'm not in a good space 10s and 18s exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point and when you say and you're not in a good space you're talking mentally space. yeah like, headspace yeah you're like months you know this the the comment thing was like pretty recent after mm -hmm. and then like you know i know i shouldn't be reading them but it was just them bashing us yeah but they weren't there 
They weren't there, and they're your bros. You're, they're your fire brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters, quote, brothers and sisters. Yeah, right? so, and like, like uh, if anyone out there, you know, you know, have a little respect for the people that went through, that were actually there, and, and you know, save the negative comments to yourself. Um, you know, you can think them all you want, but, you oh. know, once you put something up online, it's, it's, it's you know. And, and there's a the real deal impact. You. Yeah, you know, it, it affected me. Yeah. There was more than just that comment because you're already thinking like, mm-hmm. man, I'm, am I all bad firefighter? Like, yeah. Well, don't you, I, well, yeah, you can almost kill three people. You must be a bad firefighter. But, you know, and then you hear, see comments reinforcing that and your, your self-esteem is low. You have been having nightmares. You've been not yeah. sleeping. Your mental health is shot. And then you see you know, yeah. you, you've just gone through something and, you know, you're up late and you're thinking about the what ifs. I mean, on both ends, what if, you know, what if the winds weren't 50 and they were only 20 and they could get us mm-hmm. or on the other side, you know, what if we didn't take out that, you know, around our gear and we had to use that time mm. to, you know, to do that. Would we still be here? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe, yeah. maybe not. Yeah. Um, would if uh, you know there's uh, yeah the what ifs you should not think about but is there hard to not oh it's because been, you're your own you're your own worst critic in, in terms like, of going on with the what ifs what if what of if, course what if, yeah yeah of course and it gets in a loop and this is the headspace you're in yeah. and you're just like yeah. you said you can't sleep and you get you have nightmares and yeah, my, these are my friends that I almost yeah killed right like this is traumatic stuff mm-hmm. and here you are like quote surviving it i always say like we don't know how long we you know what i mean like you survived that one event that that day mm-hmm. but you have to keep surviving you know what i mean and mm-hmm. you're in that headspace and now somebody that's throwing rocks from their couch or whatever mm-hmm. on on the internet mm-hmm. you know chalkboard firefighting mm-hmm. on a scenario that where they weren't there mm-hmm. I don't think it's malicious. There might be some psychopaths out there that are like doing it to, to be mean. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's just self-awareness. I don't yeah. think they have any, yeah. you know, because people, you know, or it's just like they're reinforcing like, but you're hiding behind a computer screen to I do know. this. I like, know. yeah, it's, you know, you want to come talk to me about it. Come that's on. That's a classic Come thing, over right? and we like, can talk yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't work that way. No. It's, I, you no. know. It's, and, but, it, but it does have, um, you know, it had a lot of effect on me. Yeah. It has a real deal effect, and that that's the this piece is, where I don't know that that we understand that power. And it's that same thing. We're so divisive, and it's um, somebody I read a lot says it's hard to hate close up. And that's the thing you're talking about. Like, yeah. it's easier to hate from a distance, and, you know, and hate's a powerful <laughs> thing, right? Yeah. Like, it's easy to hate yeah. from behind a computer screen. How about a comment like, hey, man, I know you're going through it. You can reach out to me. I'll put that in the comments. You know, here yeah. here's some um, here's some tools you can use to um, deal with it because I know you went through a traumatic experience. Yeah, put that in the comments. Like, man, <laughs> and this is the thing where brothers and sisters, I, we throw that term around. Oh, my fire family, my my brother, my sister. We we, and out of the other side of our mouth, we're doing stuff like that, right? Like yeah. judging. Yeah, and there's not it's not all of us. It's no. just you know, but it's it's you know, yes, you're right. 
it does. And who else? You know, it's Monday morning quarterback, yeah. man. Yeah. And, and, you know, I've already, I was doing that to myself already. Yeah, exactly. So you, I don't don't need, need, you don't need any help yeah, with that. You I know? already know, man. And um, it, it affected me. And that's where I think the, the, the fire orders, 10 and 18, all that stuff, as soon as we start using them as weapons, then it's like, come on, man. Like, like that's not the intent of those things. Yeah. Um, and, and we don't need weapons, right? We should be supporting each other. But yeah. anyway, kind of you, you, you touched on it already that that aftermath, mental health kind of and and we all know that there's there is an aftermath like mm-hmm. that. We know that now we have words for that. Now, that's a traumatic event. You you know, you thought you were going to die. You thought your decisions, you know, I'm putting quotes up there, yeah. almost killed people you care about. Like, mm-hmm. that's crazy stuff, right? On, it's heavy. Uh, super heavy. And we don't prepare ourselves for that, at least when you compare it to, like, how we prepare ourselves for other things, right? Like, we were talking about, oh, you'll give your buddy a hard time if they're not hitting the gym hard enough or mm-hmm. they're you know they fell out on the hike or whatever mm-hmm. you like we don't hesitate to be like like what's up mm-hmm. like you need to step it up because mm-hmm. <laughs> because when we're when, when we're in it i need well, i you need be, you i need you 100%. and it's the same thing mentally yeah but we don't we don't we, we don't, don't have the that. workout the mental plan. health workout. Yeah, it's the not like health. you can go to, you know, some website and get like, hey, look, have you seen that? Mental CrossFit. Plan? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, mental like CrossFit. But, but stuff like that yeah. exists, mm-hmm. right, in terms of knowing ahead of time, um, kind of preparing, knowing that it's possible, knowing what your um, your tendencies are, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and nobody knows when this event's going to happen to you. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Right. Did I think I needed skills to, like those type of skills to cope? Like, am I, I, well, I didn't think I was going to be in that. This is the catch 22. How do you, how do you get the skills? You get them because you need them. Because you, you need them. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you went through the bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I don't ever want to advise, hey, you know what? You need to go Go practice. Yeah, go get into some bad stuff, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, I mean, just going back to that, the whole reason I'm here. You know, I, I'm in a pretty bad space. I hear Chris's story about the mud fire. Oh, wow. And that was in, I don't know when you guys did that, but I don't know, um, you know, s- September. I hear it. And this is just last year so i went through a whole year after that not talking to anyone i tried the sism team didn't work for me Mm -hmm. um you know i went to i think i went right at right after i went to like two different therapists and you know what's a wildland firefighter i'm like i'm out yeah i'm not gonna tell someone who doesn't know what i'm doing any of my thoughts I don't i don't know how this person's gonna help me so i sucked it up i just kept it inside we Firefighters, we're not open to talk about our feelings anyway. So I'm going to suck it up. I'm just going to do my job and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to live with it. I'm going to try to live with it, you know, but, you know, lack of sleep, nightmares, all that, you know, lack of sleep will make you think some some weird stuff. And, um, you know, some things creep in your head and they become normalized. And, um, you know, and then it's like time to hang, like I can go one way mm-hmm. or the other way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the peer to peer, that was what worked for me at, right off the bat. Sure, sure. You know, um, just 
I'm not talking to any therapist, but I will talk to my buddies. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They're and gonna keep me keep they, me good. They have that half of it that you're looking for in a therapist where, you know, like they understand the yeah, job no, and dude, they're the best therapists. <laughs> but that here's the thing, is some of them aren't. Like they, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. they might uh, know they might know uh, what a Pulaski is and how to use it and yeah. not they're not gonna ask any stupid questions on that front, right? Yeah. Um, but like therapist is a skill like, oh no, that's a profession like oh you know no, I mean? no 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 what i'm was saying is they got me through some hard yes. part, parts in the beginning after i was not around them later mm -hmm. you know okay i kind of was struggling through this mm -hmm. first part but i'm working you know I, I i took a week off and and you know they i came back they asked me what i want to do i'm like i'm not going into the off season yeah with this hanging over my this is not my last fire mm -hmm. i can't because mm -hmm. I know I, I'm just not going out like that. For sure. So I, boom, came back a week later, second day on IA, and I was successful. Got it out of the way. Boom, worked all the way through mid November that year, and then, but then, you know, the winter blues. Yeah. You're not around anybody anymore. You're by yourself. You're at night. You're by, yeah. by yourself. You're yeah. you're thinking your own thoughts, and you know. So anyway, that that year happens. That winters struggle through that, and then do the fire do twenty one fire season. Another busy year, you know. Um, and then now I'm done with twenty one fire season, and now I'm back to being by myself, and you know, mm -hmm. not literally by myself, but at night, yeah, by myself. Yep. And you know, these thoughts that creep back into your head, and yeah, I hear Chris's story about the mud fire, and you know, Chris said, reach out. And um, I didn't have his number, <laughs> and I wanted to reach out to him yeah, because yeah. he was in an entrapment, and yeah, he, yeah. he had a lot of good things to say. Then I was like, "Oh, here's a dude I can relate to. I want to talk to him because I need help." Yeah, yeah. Um, so I called, I emailed you, mm -hmm. and I said, "Hey, can you know I, yours was easy to find? <laughs> it's right there on the yeah, <laughs> yeah." yeah exactly. So yeah. you gave me Chris's number, and I talked to him, and yeah, and then you know he helped me and. Then he helped me talk about getting into therapy, and mm. then I started seeing someone, and then you know, I'm on, yeah, yeah, and that's that. But it's that initial push, that initial thing to get over, right? Mm -hmm. Is because that uh, connection, right? We have this community. This is the this is the thing that we were just talking about. There's this community, and and it's the same thing as what you're talking about, where the peers understood you as a person but you as a firefighter and you and and the system right you know mm -hmm. what i mean they understand all that stuff and shared hardship is a thing like it's a very specific tactic for building connection it and bonds cohesion. you yeah and so we all have this and even though you and i never met right mm -hmm. um but we have enough shared experiences that we can pretty quick catch up on like oh yeah like that oh yeah mm -hmm. like you know what i mean it's like it's like when you know and fill in the yeah, blank yeah, and yeah, go, sure. oh yeah yeah exactly yep, yep. and and so we have this um community and and we have belonging at our fingertips like belonging is this big you know necessity for for humans um and we have it at our fingertips but um, sometimes we're not the best at uh, accessing it and reaching out, but yeah. there's that initial kind of like you hear somebody telling a story and you're like, oh man, I relate to that. 
you know, literally like you've you know, been in a fire shelter and yeah. had uh, thoughts about, you know, your leadership skills or your, yeah. you know, your, cons- your, yeah, you know, survivor's guilt and all, yeah. all these things, you know. And somebody that's, uh, there's like, just, why, why, you know, like, why, sing, why did I survive and why did, you know, why, mm-hmm. why did, you know, Granite Mountain not, or, yeah. the, or, yeah. or anybody, or, yeah. you know, anybody. the guys on Kramer, or, you know, you know Storm King, like why you know it, it's that's a rough one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a rough one it's, to deal uh, with. And how why? do you do it? You know, how do you do mm-hmm. it? We don't. Have, there's not an S class for that. No. You know, um, but but yet we there is a community of people. Yeah, that that have done it, yeah. um, and and that that uh, willingness. Um, sometimes people call it the gift of desperation, right? Like, <laughs> you know, you're at that in that headspace and that's just like, oh, man, what what do I do? And uh, just sending a note sometimes will start a start a reaction. Right. And now, like like you said, that started this chain reaction. You know, you and I connected, you connected with Chris um, a little bit of a connection there. And now another year later here you are i'm 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 ready to help other people yeah like with this story like you know and and it doesn't have to be from an entrapment mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be from something you know that death defying you know it could just be the longevity of the season it could see houses being burned to the ground and people's that's traumatic it really is and i'm letting people out there know you know, reach out, reach yeah. out to someone. Mm-hmm. You can reach out to me, mm-hmm. yeah. Brian dot Crowley at yeah. state dot co dot us. <laughs> yeah, call me, man. I'm going to help yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and even you. if it, it's just listening, right? Because there is a yeah. special skill. I always want to. Yeah, no, no, no. I will tell you. I I have a lot of information now. Mm-hmm. This has become kind of like a little passion for me. We um. I, I I have thoughts about what we can do better. I'm mm-hmm. bringing in for my hell attack crew. We do search and rescues where sometimes we have to do recoveries. Mm-hmm. That affects people differently. Mm-hmm. You know, I already had a um, mental a counselor come in, meet the crew, yeah. and then when we need them, they already have that introduction. Yeah. And then end the season when you turn your gear in. Guess what? You're going to talk to the counselor if you want. Mm-hmm. Talk to the counselor. It's available to you. Yeah. You know, check in with them. So like right there, there, there's a lesson, right? There's a crew supervisor that has incorporated some pregame, not post, because a lot of our efforts are focused on after the bad thing happens. Our reaction. Yeah, exactly. But there's a crew supervisor out there somewhere that maybe hasn't had the event, but they can still see how there's there's That can help them. Yeah. And and their people. And they just want to be a good leader. And, but mm-hmm. they're like, well, how do you get a hold of a counselor? Like, mm-hmm. I know somebody that knows because he did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's how we teach each other. Let's use our community. Here you have all these valuable lessons. Um, and this is the whole reason I'm here. Yeah. You know, I, the story is a story. For sure. Right? Whatever happened, happened. It, you know, um, but the reason I'm here is I told someone who I respect that mm-hmm. I'm going to pay this forward. Yeah. And this is how I'm doing it. I'm yeah, yeah. going to say, you know, there's help out there for you. Mm-hmm. And it, again, it doesn't have to be from something extreme mm-hmm. like an entrapment. It could just be from everyday wildland firefighting. It could be from the winter blues. It can be whatever. Just it, it was hard for me to 
ever open up about my feelings, right? Mm-hmm. And on the outside, I'm a happy-go-lucky guy, right? Sure. Um, but, um, you know, it was, the, that was the first time I've ever had to talk to a counselor, <laughs> yeah. ever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't know what to say. I don't talk to anybody about mm-hmm. my feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, so and I could tell you guys out there right now, it helps. Yeah. It won't make it worse. And and there are some difficulties, and it's not just it's not easy. Gonna, it's not going to be easy. There's some help out there, and there's some um, barriers. That there's some barriers culturally to that, mm-hmm. and then there's some just straight up like access to healthcare barriers, right? And then there's like, okay, you finally did all the work, and you got Who's the insurance, oh, you know, yeah. yeah. And then you get to your therapist, and you don't like them, yeah. I like, have oh. no idea what you do. <laughs> and he's like, I got to start over. Again. No idea like, what you do. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I but there, no, then let me point out that there are now, and I found plenty all over that are deal with first responders for sure. And there's it lists. Is, it, yeah. and there's a whole little subsection of therapists that do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is where some of us can help because sometimes we're not in the space to be able to do all that work. It does take work to find those numbers, to find out the, to help with the paperwork. And sometimes we're not in the space to do it ourselves. Right? It's and easier not to do it. You, and so that sometimes that you yeah. need that intermediary, that mm-hmm. liaison or that um, somebody to help you through that. Uh, but you gotta, you gotta let them know. You have to let them know and then they'll probably take it, it for it, you it, because you know, you know hey, it was hard for you. They'll recognize it was hard for you to even tell them that you need help. Mm-hmm. So now they're like, oh, he, yeah. he, if they're, you know, yeah, good person, mm-hmm. they'll just say, yeah, that was that was difficult for him to tell me or him or her to tell mm-hmm. me. I'm going to do what I can to get them hooked up. For sure. You know? and so and that could be an HR. That could be your, um, what is it, the ESS, Employee yeah. Self-Service. Um, you know, with plenty of different avenues to go down it's just making that initial call please do it because i think um it'll benefit you and, th- and those around you and the consequences and the people that are care about severe you. consequences of not doing that are severe yeah like, like they, they can like, go uh, really bad it can be end game like that kind of serious yep. you could any mm-hmm. a whole bunch of different ways right you can fly your personal life into the ground you can get mm-hmm. lost in addiction um you know you can start going down the path of suicidal ideation yes. like all of that stuff is real and you know and look out for your buddies yeah, you yeah. know, call them. Uh, I make it a point to call seasonals in the off season, January, sure. February, check in with them. Man, a phone call goes a long way. For sure. You know, even a text message sometimes. Yeah. Someone mm-hmm. asked me one time how, you know, yeah, how are you doing, man? Yeah. Like, you don't even normally get that. Yeah. And when you do, it's like, oh, man, that was awesome. Thanks for, for sure. reaching out. And you know what it does for me sometimes? Is it makes me go, how am I doing? Yeah. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh man, like actually maybe, maybe I maybe I, I mean, do need some. Yeah, because you know? if you were around that person, they would check you. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're your buddy, yeah. and but if you're not, just send them a little message. Man, it goes a long way. Yeah, you know? for sure. Yeah, yeah. I know. Be nice. Be, be nice. Be nice to each other, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, like, like again, I said, um, it's okay. Yeah, we're not like uh, superhuman. Um, you know, big bad firefighters. Yeah. We're 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 just regular humans. That's that, right. You know, doing hard things. Doing hard things with you know, making hard decisions with a little bit of information and it, the trying to keep everyone that we care about safe and yeah. bringing them home and you know about all that stuff. So. Yeah.
Thanks to Brian for sharing his story. There were so many good lessons and insights to what living through an entrapment and shelter deployment might be like. I hoped it helped build some slides for you and revealed some discussion points for further study. I also hope listening to Brian has offered you some perspective, not only on surviving as options disappear, but also on supporting each other during difficult times. Remember to visit our website, wildfirelessons.net, to read the learning review from the Bridger Foothills Fire. You may also want to listen to our podcast episode, An Entrapment Survival Story, Before, During, and After, that Brian references. A link to this episode can be found on our website. Take care of yourself and each other, and thanks so much for your time. Thank you for listening to the Wildfire Lessons Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, share, give us a review. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Wildfire Lessons. For more information, visit wildfirelessons.net. Music provided by second generation smoke jumper Steve Baker, who always likes to keep one foot in the black. Thanks, Steve. Remember, we honor through learning.